This is The Big Show on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Big Show, Gordon Monson, Jake Scott, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Thank you very much for making us part of your day. We're going to talk some NFL football coming up here momentarily with Matt Williamson, who's going to join us throughout the NFL season. We'll talk to him about who's playing well, who's not, what's going on across uh, the NFL. And uh, you know what? I have a feeling I'm going to be a little extra dialed into the NFL this year, Gordon. How, how were you over the weekend? Were you, were you glued? Were you excited to have the NFL back? I was kind of hit and miss. I mean, I checked out some games. I didn't sit down and watch religiously, anything like that. But I, I checked it out. I thought it was interesting. You watched your Chiefs? <laughs> No, because they didn't play. Oh, yeah, they played on Thursday, didn't they? <laughs> uh, that's right. Uh, isn't that the team you chose to adopt this year? Uh, did I make a decision on that? I don't think I did. Well, I just figured you picked them to win everything. You'd be jumping on the bandwagon. So I might as well, huh? Yeah. Well, it's a good pick. <laughs> did you just compliment <laughs> yourself? No, I meant it would be a good pick for anybody who would choose to pick them. Again, did you just compliment <laughs> yourself again? <laughs> to reiterate. It was a great pick. What do you want from me? It's a lot better than picking the Colts to beat the Jags. Oh, man. Come on. Yeah, that that, hurt. that was a cheap shot. Sorry. That was a cheap shot. Come <laughs> on. That should have been automatic. I know. I would have picked them, too. Oh, man. All right, let's talk a little NFL football. Let's jump out to the T-Mobile special guest line. T-Mobile and Sprint are coming together to build the best wireless company around. Visit T-Mobile.com for online services and local store availability. Joining us now from ProFootballNetwork.com. Also on a little thing we like to call the Locked On NFL Podcast. He's Matt Williamson with us here on the big show. Matt, thank you very much for joining us and uh, being willing to join us throughout the season. We appreciate it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It should be a good time. And one quick co- correction for you. We just switched over to the Willi- or the Peacock and Williamson podcast. It was okay. Locked On NFL for a long time, and we're doing the exact same thing. We're still with David on the Locked On Network. It's awesome. So if you, I urge people to check it out. Right on. We were going to ask you if you had any David Locke horror stories. We, uh, we know him well, obviously. <laughs> Must be a peach to work for, the David we know. <laughs> oh, yeah, low maintenance, you know, sure. <laughs> uh, well, well, Matt, let's let's start off. Um, you know, this NFL season, a good place to start here is, are you surprised we're having an NFL season? A little. Uh, there was a stretch there. Uh, just since we're going to be doing this a lot, I, I'm, I'm in Pittsburgh. I am just left my Steelers show. And I'm close to that team. And usually I go away to Latrobe with camp and I live with the players and everybody. And when they announce that, hey, you know, there's not going to be a normal training camp, we're not going away to St. Vincent's College, I was pretty bummed. And I really thought, man, this might not happen. And then shortly after that, we're not going to have a preseason. I thought, oh, man, uh, we, we may not play football this year, and I don't know what I'm going to do with myself. It's the only thing I know anything about in the whole world. But since then, it's been all positive, and I think the league has learned a lot from other leagues, and they've handled their business pretty well. I'm very optimistic now. 
What are your observations after week one? I don't want to overreact to a small sample size, but I thought, you know, and we talked about this going into the week one, I thought tackling would be terrible. I thought protections would be blown a lot in, in the passing game. I thought coverages would be miscommunicated and people would be running free through the secondary and safeties and corners yelling at each other. I thought you had them. I thought special teams would be really poor. None of those things, really. I mean, less than I expected. I mean, I definitely think conditioning and fatigue is an issue throughout the league. But I also want to remember, or, you know, I, don't want, I want people to remember that week one, the last five years has been a little bit sloppy. You know, teams aren't playing their guys in the preseason pre-COVID all that much. So don't forget that the first couple weeks, we're almost like an extension of preseason anyway. And I, I didn't see a major difference, to be very honest with you. I want to talk a little bit about Tom Brady. It seems like for the last 10 years, Tom will have one bad game and all uh, everybody out there is ready to throw dirt on him and, uh, and call it over. And now he has a bad game to open up this season, albeit with a different team. Uh, are those criticisms going to finally be correct? I'm really excited to watch next week with Brady because the Saints defense is an excellent one. And I know there's no crowd there, but still you're in New Orleans against one of the absolute best teams in the league. But I said this last year that I understand that his supporting cast in New England in 2019 was not optimal at all. But one thing about his season last year was – if you put all his bad plays together and you build a low-light tape, that tape would have been a lot larger than it's been in any other year of his career. You know, there was more bad than I could remember that were strictly on him. And then watching week one, I thought there was more of that. And it's more than, boy, he doesn't drive the ball as well as he used to. I mean, I think that's kind of a shortcut to – you know, what's really going on. I mean, I thought he – the word I would use for week one in New Orleans was uncomfortable. I, I thought that he didn't look in sync with the offense. He wasn't comfortable with the speed of the game, wasn't comfortable with bodies around him crashing in on him. And that's often the when the end is near. But – he's not somebody I want to doubt either. You know, I mean, you know, he's going to work hard, you know, he's going to do everything possible to get it right. And that was a really steep challenge. So we'll see next week when we talk, let's, let's, let's revisit that one. Do you think that uh, his replacement in new England, Cam Newton is just going to run the ball all season long? Pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I think that uh, we haven't been doing this together long, but something I talked about a lot this off season when everybody was super excited to see where's Brady going to land. The thing I wanted to see was what's Belichick going to do to replace Brady. And I think playing against Lamar Jackson and some of these highly athletic running quarterbacks, Belichick's been envious. And his offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels, he drafted Tim Tebow in the first round when he was the head coach in Denver to do these type of things. So I think they realize how difficult – that style of offense is to play against and they're excited to dip their toe or really, you know, do a cannonball in the deep end in that, in that water. But, and Newton's perfect for it. And he's 
carrying that offense on his back, but I really worry about the people around Newton. You know, I mentioned that with Brady, that his supporting cast in New England was subpar last year. I don't know where the big plays come out of the running backs, tight ends, and wide receivers in New England. We're talking with Matt Williamson, our NFL insider here on the big show on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. And, Matt, uh, Jordan Love went to Utah State, so he's got a lot of fans around here, obviously. But it would seem that the Packers picking him might have motivated Aaron Rodgers just a tad. Just a tad, yeah. And Rodgers has been somebody that obviously has an amazing career. But I really thought in the the all-time great conversation – he wasn't given enough credit for a lot of years. So I've been his biggest supporter for a long time. That being said, the last two, I'll say two, he has two years. He has not been a great player. He's been a good quarterback. He has not been a great player. And I worried that the end was starting to creep up to him too, that didn't take as many risks as he used to, didn't make as many wow plays as he used to, didn't really adapt to the LaFleur offense that great in his first year. But maybe that fire under him now is just burning white hot and there's nobody more talented. Was there a performance in week one that uh, stirred you enough to think, oh, man, that team's going to be a lot better than I thought? That's a good question. The Rams come to mind um, but they also worry me in that they are very top-heavy roster. So once they start experiencing a couple injuries, will they still look as good in October, November, especially on defense? I mean, they're a very studs and duds type of roster. But I think McVay is a great coach, and I think the offense has a lot going for it. So everyone you know, looked at the NFC West and thought, Boy, Arizona's the up-and-coming team. The Niners were in the Super Bowl last year. They're not going away. Russell Wilson's a great player, and Seattle's always in it. And I agree with most of that, but the Rams were kind of the forgotten team in that division, and I think that's a little unjust. I mean, if, if the same system were in place, the Rams would have been the seventh seed and would have been in the playoffs last year. You see a game like Washington against Philadelphia where Washington comes out with a win 27-17. You see the out- that outcome, do you think, wow, things are bad in Philly or maybe, wow, things are a little better in Washington? Um, anyone that listened to the podcast might have made a buck or two listening to me on that one because I just thought it was a really bad matchup for Philly. And why I say that is too much offensive line shuffling and injuries – and people playing out of position and moving around. And Miles Sanders, their running back, who could have stabilized things, was inactive for that game too. And the reason I say that is because now with the addition of Chase Young in Washington, that defensive front can challenge anyone. It's deep. It's loaded with first-round picks that are playing like first-round picks. And outside of quarterback, if I was building a team – uh, defensive line would be my second priority to make great, you know, and I think Washington's going to be hard to play against, especially when you have uncertainty with your O-line like Philly did. So before the season started uh, here on the show, I picked the Chiefs to uh, repeat, and I picked Patrick Mahomes as MVP. And uh, Jake and Austin, my partners, they uh, they were so jealous of me that they accused me of uh, 
just go with the front runner, but I'm right, aren't I? <laughs> you got a good shot. I mean, the other front runner to me would be I'm going to pick the Ravens to win it all and Lamar Jackson to be the MVP. I mean, I really think those two and those two organizations really stand out right now. Extremely well coached, massive star power at the quarterback position. Uh, I mean, I'm with you. I, I can't argue it at all. It's a little boring of a pick, I got to admit, but I mean, it's, <laughs> I can't argue with it. Just to... you know, let me let me. Sorry, Jake. Let me just interrupt on what you said there. It underscores what you just said. Underscores the importance of having a, a quality quarterback, and those guys are both dynamic players. And when you've got that, I understand that defense is important. I understand you have to have other skill players, but man, it starts and ends with the quarterback in the NFL, doesn't it? Yes, but let me take it a step further because I mentioned this too that if you have a combination of coach and quarterback your floor is just very very high you know like seattle's had a lot of issues over the years bad o lines bad pass rush a lot of change on defense but they win double digit games every year because they have a great quarterback and a great coach you know there's there's a tier of coaches that i think will either end up in the hall of fame or are certainly going to be strong candidates, and those are that are go, that are strong right now in that Belichick, Reed, Tomlin, Harbaugh, Peyton, Carroll. Every one of those guys won this weekend. Hmm. Just I'm and just they quarterbacks. I'm just pointing out, Matt. By the way, that Baltimore was my Super Bowl champion pick. So you know it was too. it was easy, but not quite so easy like Gordon. <laughs> just pointing that out, just uh, just for now. You're hey, blazing, you're blazing new trails, aren't you? <laughs> uh, the Matt, the Raiders moved to Las Vegas, and uh, you could probably imagine that uh, there are a few more Raider fans possibly popping up here in Salt Lake with the idea of being able to drive down and catch an NFL game. Give us your thoughts on on the Raiders and their prospects this year. Yeah, and they are an interesting team, an interesting organization. I think the offense is quite good. I think Coach Gruden will always manufacture offense through scheme. Um, But I also think that the Panthers-Raiders game featured two of the very worst defenses in the league and might be a little bit of an aberration because, you know, did it inflate what the offenses could be, you know, like, if you're playing fantasy, start your guys against the Raiders, start your guys against the Panthers. But I think Josh Jacobs is a star in the making for them too and can take over games almost in like a Cadillac Williams-like fashion when Gruden had Williams in Tampa Bay. It's just the foundation of the whole team. Well, Matt, we appreciate you jumping on with us. Thank you very much and definitely look forward to our conversations throughout the season. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. It was fun. Take care. That's Matt Williamson. Uh, he's joining us. He's co-host of the Peacock and Williamson NFL show on the uh, Locked On Podcast Network. So big thanks to him for jumping on with us. And like I said, we'll look forward to talking to him throughout the uh, throughout the season. It's no great revelation, but uh, we can't underscore that enough what we were talking about with the, the best teams have the best quarterbacks. I mean, when you go down the list, the Chiefs, but the Ravens, like you picked, the Packers, the Saints, uh, the Chargers. You know, you wanna, 
if you want to include the Seahawks in there somewhere. I mean, uh, those are some fine signal callers. Not a fan, fan of Tyrod Taylor? You're not going to jump on board with my Chargers take? Mm-hmm. Probably not. I don't know. What about uh, what about their Titans, Austin? Tannehill's what terrible. About them? They're not going anywhere. They are one and O. Oh. <laughs> they're still that O means they're undefeated. Can't believe they signed that bozo. And the the powerhouse Broncos. They couldn't uh, do anything to my Titans. Uh, little NFL news that Thank I thank you, Vic Fangio. That I just saw come across, Gordon. Um, after a workout uh, in San Francisco, Ziggy Ansah remains a free agent as they could not come to an agreement on a deal and uh, they part ways. Uh, just uh, an update, of course, on the BYU graduate who uh, had a, a Pro Bowl season in Detroit in 2017, I believe. But the uh, last couple of years had some issues with injuries and bounced around a little bit, Gordo. So hoping uh, Ziggy finds a spot. So is he just not good enough, or is he too expensive? I don't know. That's a good question. And uh, or is he healthy enough to compete at a high level? I'm not so sure. And I hope he can find something to get back on the field and show what you can do. It's tough. Uh, these kinds of things, uh, I hate these these disputes uh, once the season is underway. I wish everybody could just... Either find the right number and, and get to work or, or I don't know. I'd like to see these, you know, a certain player you know, complaining about his contract at this point. Come on, just get it done. All right. We'll have more Big Show coming up next, 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.